in this super spooky video episode of fictional hangovers halloween special we talk to our favorite horror authors amy mccall cynthia murphy don kurtigich kat ellis and kendara blake yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's so much fun Hey everybody, welcome to Fictional Hangover's Halloween special. It's finally here, our favorite time of the year. I'm Amanda. And I'm Claire, and we're here with our favorite authors. Please introduce yourselves. Hello, so I'm Amy McCaw. I'm the author of Mina and the Undead, which is a YA murder mystery set in 1990s New Orleans. I'm Cynthia Murphy, and I'm a young adult author of Last One to Die and the forthcoming Win, Lose, Kill, Die. Hey guys, I'm Dawn Kurtigish. Today I'm a mad hatter contemplating things beginning with the letter M, like murder. I'm the author of The Dead House and The Trees Crept In, or The Creeper Man if you're in the UK, and Teeth in the Mist, which is a feminist Faustian tale. And I'm Kat Ellis. I'm the author of creepy YA books like Harrow Lake and Burden Falls slash Wicked Little Deeds. And I'm Kendara Blake. I'm the author of Anna Dressed in Blood, Three Dark Crowns, and most recently, All These Bodies. And today I am dressed like the Monica turkey from Friends. <laughs> I've been told that I just look like a drunk turkey, but that's fine. <laughs> it's all wonderful. Oh, thank you so much, everyone, for joining us. Yes. I don't know whose costume I like the best. All, all costumes are great. All of them, all of them are good. <laughs> Give me the turkey. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. So we have invited you all here separately in the past and now mm. we're all together and you guys know what it's like when you join in on Fictional Hangover. We play Would You Rather and we decided to pick the worst would you rather questions from your previous episodes. So now we all get a chance to answer all of this terribleness, except for the first one. The first one's pretty fun. Claire, do you want to ask our first question? Yes, the first one is from Amy McCaw's Mina and the Undead. And we asked Mina, and the, uh, we asked Mina, we asked Amy on Mina. You mean it now. You're going to a vampire and victim-themed costume party in 1995. Would you rather dress as a character from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Dracula, interview with a vampire, or The Lost Boys? Remember, it's 1995. It's the original Buffy movie. I know, and that makes this so difficult because that would have been the obvious correct answer to dress as Buffy TV show. Um, I don't remember at all what I said last time, so I'm going to go with a new fresh answer, which is to dress as Lestat, because I feel like at any party where people are dressing as vampires, he would have the most fun, and I would get to wear lace and velvet and just be fabulous the whole night, so yes. That's a wonderful answer. Who else? Cynthia? Cynthia, what are you going to Yeah, what are you going to do? I didn't realise we're answering each of those questions. I oh, would yeah. have to also be interview with the vampire, but I would be, I can't remember the, her name, the little girl. Claudia. Claudia. Yeah, I would just be a creepy little girl with ringlets and just go around be really weird uh, <laughs> to everybody all night. <laughs> well, I'm Lestat all the way. He's so good. 
He's so bad. He's so good. I think I would definitely have to be uh, the Lost Boys. It just speaks to my uh, 90s goth self. <laughs> okay, well, since uh, everybody else has said like vampire, I'll go with I'll go with Dracula, with Bram Stoker's Dracula, and I'll be the Keanu Reeves character who has a terrible, terrible British accent. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a perfectly acceptable answer. I'm I think everyone should know this, that I have to be Gary Oldman's Dracula because I already have been. So that is who I am forever and for always. That's you were, cheating. You were, You've already got the costume. <laughs> you were ridiculously <laughs> handsome as Gary Oldman's Dracula, Amanda. Like, seriously. Thank you. That was, that was really on point and just kind of like an <laughs> uncanny valley situation looking yeah. at you as him. As it, Yeah, it was weird. I've um, also been Keanu Reeves before. But yeah, I, I, was just I think about that. <laughs> I looked more like Ben Barnes when I was Keanu Reeves, but it was worth it. It was fine. Your unintentional Keanu Reeves when we did a fictional hangover movie, uh, Theater 3000, and you slowly got the beard. Oh, that end. was a good one, too, because I painted, <laughs> and that was when we watched Moxie, and I painted Moxie on my hand, and then I sat like this. <laughs> so then I had a really sexy chin beard that I turned into... Just a nightmare. It was nightmare. <laughs> Over the period of an hour and a half, she got more and more handsome, sexy. And it was like, <laughs> this is uncomfortable. <laughs> it was. Uncomfortable. No. <laughs> so what are you doing, Claire? Oh, prom buffet. I mean, that the, the ripped off prom dress with the leather jacket going around kicking ass. Come on. Oh, but you said it was the movie. Yeah. You're not allowed prom buffet. Oh, you mean in the? Oh, okay. I'm thinking of it. Sorry. So ignore me. (laughs) And then Luke Perry can come in, and I'll take his motorbike, and then go on rip roaring (laughs) adventures of revenge. I might even get turned into a vampire and be a vampire vampire hunter. (laughs) (laughs) Call back. (laughs) (laughs) Oh goodness. Okay. Our next question is not nearly as cute. It is from Cynthia Murphy's last one to die. Would you rather have someone take pictures of you while you're sleeping or wake up in a coffin with someone else's bones? Okay, so I haven't had any sleep for two and a half years. So if anybody, <laughs> like, if you gave me the option to have either of those and a full night's sleep, I would just take it. But if I had to pick, I would go coffin because it's quiet. You could just close me inside. Nobody would get to me, move the bones away. And yeah, I think if anyone took pictures of me when I was asleep, it would just become viral online because it would be like pajama top over my head, like dribble down one side, legs <laughs> akimbo on the bed. It would just be really bad. So yeah, <laughs> coffin. And also I can kind of be a vampire and just play there having undead vibes. So good evening. <laughs> yeah, very good. See, last time I said um, pictures of me asleep, which I think I stick by. Just because the thought of waking up in a coffin with another dead person is too scary. <laughs> so pictures of sleep, because it could be innocent. It probably wouldn't be, but it could be. <laughs> and nobody's getting any pleasure out of it, so. <laughs> well, I picked Lestat for the last one. And as Lestat said, most people don't get to experience sleeping in a coffin. And I'm kind of curious. <laughs> also, when I sleep, 
it's just not a very pretty scenario. It's like one boobs out of the nightgown. It's just not very good. So the comfort thing, I think. <laughs> yeah, I think for me, I would have to go with having pictures taken in my sleep, even though that is one of my phobias, because more claustrophobic than afraid of people taking pictures of me in my sleep, even though both of them make me really cringe. <laughs> Thanks for that, Cynthia. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, go ahead. Take pictures of me when I'm sleeping, you weirdo. I don't, um, I don't want to be in a coffin if that coffin may be underground and I don't know it's underground. Like I'm getting flashbacks from the mm. vanishing right now. Plus, I feel like I don't like other people's bones. Just, you know, I've never been around other people's bones, but that's just a feeling I get that if I am, I don't like them. <laughs> There is a hygiene issue with other people's bones, isn't there? Yeah, it's a very personal You don't know where they've been. Whose are they? What have they done in their life? Could and how clean are they? Yeah. Are they just bones, right? And are how fresh are they? Are they fresh bones? Do they have grizzle on them? Exactly. Like, the decomposition has to go somewhere. <laughs> I don't remember what I said with this one. I know I took pictures of me asleep in bed, which was really Yeah, weird. they were brilliant. Um, I think both said coffin. I feel like I feel like I would have said coffin. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I would have said coffin. I can't remember either. And I think again I said coffin and I stand by that because yeah, nobody needs to see me asleep. The drool. <laughs> the drool. <laughs> and the mouth open. You know, when you wake up and you, your mouth's so dry and, and like sandpaper. <laughs> I'm, I'm not an attractive sleeper. So yeah, if you're taking pictures of me, you're, you are a weirdo, as Kandara says. Stop, stop it, don't do it. So coffin, yeah. Warm, cozy. Can I just apologize for mine? <laughs> right, for my With your I'm really, really sorry. I don't think you should have ever apologize for your boobs. I, I kind of feel like like I don't sleep with clothes on, and that's another reason why I didn't want to like have people take a picture of me yeah, when I am sleeping. Like but I don't have as much boob as everyone else, so I feel like <laughs> it doesn't matter. You see, this is negative it. boobs. When, when you have the boob, one's over here, the other one's over there. <laughs> It's not attractive. There's nothing sexy about it. Yes. Mine's wrong. It's true. But actually, I'm at my, I meant my questions because they're not pleasant. Oh. It's fine for us to just not apologize about boobs. It's fine. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> well, let's let's have the would you rather. So in Teeth in the Mist by Don Cut, we pause to you. Would you rather eat a person or have sex with your half-sibling? I mean, these are vital questions. Do See, I ask first? Let's just keep going in alphabetical order. Yeah, it's worked okay, really cool. well so far. <laughs> the okay. librarian part is singing. I know it is. Ah, <laughs> alphabet, <laughs> organization, <laughs> boobs. See, I have a half-brother, so thank you, Dawn, but that has immediately ruled that option out. <laughs> So I'm going to go with the eating the dead flesh. You know, I've read a lot about the Donna party, so I know that that can work to keep you alive. And I feel that in that situation, I could eat a dead body if I needed to. So, you know, if you go on holiday with me and you see me getting the salt out when a remote location, just kind of <laughs> watch out. 
<laughs> Smile sweetly and show that I'm joking. I'm actually scared. See, I don't have a half brother, so I'm quite intrigued by that one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> your imaginary half brother. You have to be attractive. So. <laughs> That would make it okay. Maybe that one, yeah. Uh, no, I could I could get on board with eating a dead body if I had to, I think. Yeah. Which is not the best, but, you know, needs must. And apparently it smells like bacon. Oh. oh. I wonder if it tastes like bacon, because if it is, I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> also, we have a turkey in the room, and it's making me very hungry, so I choose that one. Even though last time I choose the sex one, because I didn't have a half-brother. And I was worried about consent because like if you eat a dead body would they consent you don't know, I don't know. but now I'm just hungry so give me the body <laughs> <laughs> well as far as does a dead body taste like bacon or pig meat apparently it does because that's why cannibals call us long pigs ah. Ah. Oh. So, yeah I'd, I'd be going with that a nice long pig sandwich <laughs> Because again, I have a half brother, and no, thank you. <laughs> oh. yeah. God, I hope he never sees this. <laughs> yeah, see, I everybody's brought up such good points. I feel like so much has to do with the identity of this half brother, this mm. half sibling, and also like the preparation of the human meat. Like, is this human meat in a crock pot? You know, do I have to like harvest the human meat myself or is it presented to me very nicely with like parsley and gravy? Because it was presented to me nicely with parsley and gravy and my half brother is like 25 year old Winona Ryder. <laughs> Why can't we do both, you know? <laughs> Lovely romantic meal. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. One thing leads to another. Things happen. No regrets. Yeah. Human meat is romantic. I don't know. <laughs> Everybody what, in the what's what's not sexier crimping. than thick meat? I mean, come on. What's not sexier than thick meat? I think we've all missed the, like, what part of the human body are we eating, though? Because I might change my answer depending on what that is. Mm -hmm. That is a really good question. You know, when you see the diagrams of cows and it tells you which part of the body is called what, that's kind of what I've got in my head, but all I can get is like bum, thighs, boobs, tum. I don't know what it would necessarily be called in a human. Yeah. We're all thinking about that now. Yeah, we no, are. Sorry. We're about <laughs> You're welcome. Is that, that's going to be the shirt from this design from this episode. It's a diagram of a human body with which parts you eat. Yeah. You see, yeah, you one see, boob has to be here and one boob has to be here. Yes, the yes, the boobs <laughs> have to be like this. <laughs> you keep mentioning bacon sandwiches, and now I just got the debate of ketchup versus brown sauce, which means oh, nothing to our American friends. No, but it's ketchup all the way in a big Greg's vap. So I'm going down the cannibalist route. I don't know how I feel about this one because I'm an unenthusiastic carnivore. An and enthusiastic I'm like, incestuous person? No, but I mean, <laughs> I feel like I have a very high percentage of asexuality in here too. So, like, which one is? Oh, that sucks for you. Um. I mean, you have a sister, not a brother, so that is helpful. I've got a full brother, so yeah. Sorry, no. 
No. <laughs> Do you know it's your half brother? That in the book, no, no, no that no. was not known until later. Oh. There we go. That spoils it for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. And then I'm it's gonna... just a one pump situation. It's like, oh shoot, it's related. <laughs> oh, <warm. laughs> Yikes! Oh, dear, that's icky. I'm eating people. That's the end of this question. Yikes. <laughs> yikes. Yikes. All the yikes. Okay. Now we are on to our question from Harrow Lake by Kat Ellis. Would you rather pull a tooth out of a bloody gash in your arm or have other people's teeth poured into your mouth? Ooh. Oh, cat! Thanks. Sometimes. Sometimes. Both of those images. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go with pulling a tooth out of my arm because I have a toddler who has gone through biting phases, unfortunately also going through breastfeeding. So I've been bitten in some uncomfortable places and I feel like I could just go one step further than that and pull the tooth out of my arm. So yeah, don't like the idea of people's unhygienic, non-cleaned cavity teeth into my mouth. Whoa. So yeah. Yeah, we'll go with pulling the one tooth out of my arm and hope it's like not too infected. <laughs> so hardcore, Amy. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, me too. I would pull the tooth out of my arm because I think I'd be weirdly fascinated by it. You know, like what you know, like when you pick a big spot or you have a splinter or something. Yeah, weirdly like fascinated. And yeah. not particularly squeamish, but the thought of other people's teeth in your mouth is just oh yeah, I agree. I, I love <laughs> pimple popping videos and all that stuff. Oh, I'd be no. like digging. I'd be like no. digging to see if there's any other stuff coming out. Oh. Uh, but teeth in the mouth. No. <laughs> Keep your saliva away from me. <laughs> That's a yeah. good question. Are the teeth dry or moist? <laughs> Ooh, wet teeth. Oh, do they have that little dangling piece left on them? Like the nerves still in there? Yeah, yeah. How hygienic are these teeth? I mean, if it's been into an infected gum, there could be pus. Are they grabbing? Have they been eating like Amanda, I love the fact that our responsibility is nothing on these. We didn't create this. I know. It's all their fault. It is. Really yeah. Hey, mine was the nice question about what would you dress up as? I'm taking none of this, like sleeping with dead bodies and putting teeth in my mouth stuff. <laughs> you're like, you're fine with taking a tooth books. out of your arm. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd do it, but I just, I want to be on my high ground of just wearing nice clothes for the moment. Should have been the breather question, so we could be like, oh, we're safe. Oh no, another one. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you get it in the order that you do. Yeah. Safe ones at the first. Yeah. yeah. I think as far as I'm concerned, though, I would hate to have people's teeth poured into my mouth. Obviously wouldn't enjoy having somebody's tooth pulled out of me, but I know from having watched a minor surgery on my foot that I, I'm not that squeamish. So I would probably be OK with pulling a tooth out of my arm. Yeah, you're badass. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. a bit jealous that That's you guys watch that. Yeah, they did try and discourage me, to be fair. <laughs> Like you don't know who you're dealing with. Just let me watch. <laughs> and I record. Read, read this. Now let me watch it. I'm using this for reference in my future books. It's really we are live on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, what if anyone's done that? 
not Googling searching that one. Nope. Not I watched an autopsy the other day. It was for research. Fascinating what the human body like breaks down. Yeah, it's fun. Anyway. I have far too much medical research on my Google history for work. I do not need it for play for anything else. <laughs> you become just like a bucket of blood and then they yeah, it's cool. I feel like as horror writers, we all have like really weird knowledge about what happens to human bodies. Like for instance, this question, I, I don't know how I know this, but at some point during research, I came across the bit of trivia that human teeth, after they're pulled, they smell really bad. Oh, no. Like I, something that. That, I, think, I feel like I heard it from like a dentist office or something. So mm -hmm. definitely no other people's teeth in my mouth. That's not <laughs> yuck. It's just a big yuck. I'm pulling, <laughs> I'll pull as many teeth out of me if, as you want. I just don't want any other teeth. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> um, With that additional bit of information, I think I'm going to have to join in pulling a tooth out of my arm because I have a weird thing with smells and oh, if it's, oh, if it's bad smells, just, oh, oh no, can't. Mm -mm. So pull tooth out of my arm. Yeah. Yeah. I got lost in the thread one on twitter about like you know when it was like when i was a dentist this happened and it was just gross horror stories and i didn't <sighs> want to read it but i could not read it and it was just getting worse and worse and worse and it was talking about how the teeth can become soft as the infection builds <gasps> and you could just <sighs> pop it pop and, <laughs> oh, oh no it's oh. amazing you could smell <laughs> the thread so oh, yeah, I can completely believe that oh, teeth start to stink. I as they read come out. that That's stuff gross. before bed. You know those Reddit threads with all the growth. I love that stuff. <laughs> no one else. Your pimple watches. <laughs> oh, right, just yeah. wrong. Doctor Pimple Popper is amazing. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, thank you. No, no, I'm okay. with you. Mm -mm. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, this mm -mm. next would you rather question is not any better than the teeth issue. It's from Kandara Blake's Auntie Goddess. Would you rather pull a feather out of the roof of your mouth or out of your eye socket? See, this is another like which is the least bad option, isn't it? I mean, I don't feel like I could pull something out my eye while simultaneously looking at my eye. So, you know. I think I'd have to go for roof of mouth, like what I can't see, I'd just like yank it out there. Cause I feel like you always poke the roof of your mouth accidentally with like sharp bits of bread and cereal and stuff. So it's not too much worse than that, but yeah, definitely not the eyeball. No, thank you. Oh no, see, I, I think that the eye would be easier cause it would just come out of your duct. Oh, but what it's if it's like, for, I was imagining eyeball, way. like what if it came like actually through like, through the kind of jelly bit of your eyeball. No. Don't, don't ruin my answer. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Zambia. <laughs> you made yours a nicer version. Sorry, yeah, so mine would come out really easily and pain-free, but if you had to pluck it from the roof of your mouth, I feel like that's the... that bit. You know what? Have you ever pulled something and you're not quite sure how it's going to go, like whether too much stuff is going to come out or not? So I'd be worried about, like, uh, is half my mouth going to come out or...? It's yeah, like, so, like a magician's I, trick when they start pulling the flag out of the mouth. Yeah. It's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> this gets I, I, after I'm a not while. too bothered about either of these. I touch my eyeballs all the time. Um, I'm like pulling stuff out doesn't bother me, but I suppose the eye one is easier for me because I don't want to block my airway. And what if, like, where is it coming from with the roof? With the eyeball, presumably it's wrapped around the eye or I don't know, where is it coming from? Like, is it tickling your nasal passages when it's coming out? 
So the eye, I think the eye one. Yeah, I think I'd probably go with the eye as well. Having three cats, I've pulled cat hairs out of my eye before oh. now. So yeah, I'm imagining something along those lines. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'd be okay with that, I think. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't choose it, but yeah. <laughs> right, the eyeball doesn't come with it, you know. Preferably not, yeah. I think it can come out a small amount of eyeballs and just pop it back in. Yeah, people can do that like voluntarily. It's fascinating. Uh, now I feel like with a whole feather, there's going to be some eyeball like detachment yeah. issues. You pull with one hand, keep back with the other. <laughs> what size of feather are we talking here? Is this like a full size, like a seagull feather, or is it just a little downy feather that you'd get in a cushion? I don't know. I kind of imagined like really, yeah. like you know, long, long. kind of thick cock feather. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're dead either way. <laughs> the character who suffers this fate is Athena, the goddess of wisdom. So it's an owl. It's owl feathers. It's owl feathers. They're quite quite smallish then. Depends on it's where. It's on the owl. owl. <laughs> Wing feather, or is it the down underneath? I don't think it's a soft, gentle feather. No, it's it's not like from the owl's feather. armpit. Like, it's not an armpit that feather. Her mouth is no. is a big feather, and the one that comes out of her eye is a small feather. So, uh, you know, I personally would still go roof of my mouth because I know that my mouth will heal. But I feel like if I pulled it out of my eye, I'd end up with one of those creepy dead eyes. Like I would damage my vision in the one side, and then I'd you know nobody'd know where to look at me anymore. <laughs> like which eye is good where are you looking oh. yeah <laughs> oh that made me sad part of the mystique though you could get a sexy eye patch too that is true plus the story opportunities yeah whereas the other one you're like do you want to hear a story about my mouth <laughs> <laughs> it was full of dead teeth and now it's full of feathers teeth <laughs> <laughs> or feathers teeth Oh, feathers. Ugh. Feathers. Yeah, <laughs> feathers. It's all perfectly disgusting. I love all of it. I can't remember what I originally said. Either way, it's gross. Yeah. Probably mouth. Yeah, I probably Just did mouth too. That was my cosplay that week too. Yeah. It was really yeah. gross. I gagged on that feather so many times because I did have an actual feather in my mouth. It was terrible. It was a bad idea, but I did it anyway. <laughs> I Things that. I do for you guys that you like, you only see but bit tiny bits of it. The things I do, I almost we drowned myself it. when we were talking about across the universe with Beth Revis. Was worth it. Really cool picture. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> worth I it. Find that one. And this is why I don't do the cosplay. <laughs> I'm just sad that I don't get to do them all the time anymore. It makes me really sad. I need I to like quit. it. I should start. I'm gonna join you. You should. You should yeah. do it. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'll give it over to you. We'll tell you what books we're reading. You can, like alternate. You yes. Your- okay. <laughs> I think that's a great plan. I love it. <laughs> the next one's really easy though. You just need a computer and to be like intensely typing over it. Yeah, but that's not fun. You know, I don't like to be normal people. <laughs> I don't. I don't like to be normal. What? <laughs> You guys think I am I'm not normal at all. No, you're not. <laughs> I really I enjoyed. Evidence. 
No, I really enjoyed my most recent one though. The um the faceless woman. Oh, that's so River. good. <laughs> Love her. It's really the hill vibes. It's really creepy until you know, until you learn that I just had pantyhose on my face. <laughs> then it's not scary at all. Still is, face. Still is. <laughs> I feel like I know your secrets behind the cosplay because we talked about them so much. Like we do sometimes when it comes to we'll banter about and to back and forth to try and come up with the concept. Yeah. So I feel like I know some of your secrets. So as yeah. soon as I saw this, I did know they were pantyhose. I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah, she's got tights on her yeah. face. <laughs> pantyhose face. That's at least 80 Daniel White there. <laughs> the scenes on the on your instagram that'd be fun <laughs> i should i should do that but nobody wants to see it it would just be me like looking like i'm gonna rob a bank this penny hose head i love the behind the scenes pictures my favorite's when you take, start to take it off and you just look at absolute trash it's like yeah <laughs> like this <laughs> maybe i'll do after the fact ones then where I just just look like a great big pile of shit and it'll be fine and everyone will love it take out one tooth was it the clown costume you sent me a picture afterwards and it was just all the water in the bath after you'd cleaned up and it was just just, it was just Uh, grim yeah it It was like something out of phasmophobia when you see the dirty water in the sink or some kind of ghosty horror movie where the ghosts would be turning the taps and making things mucky it was gross might have been that one (laughs) Or it might have been that the one from the dead house where my mouth was full of black and I just kept yes. spitting everywhere. That was a good one too. Yeah, remind me just what that was. Was it like chocolate sauce or something? Uh, yeah, it was. It was a mixture of cocoa powder and a little bit of powdered sugar and food coloring and some. Water. Oh yes, I remember. It's delicious. Yeah, it was so great. <laughs> to be fair, that's any day ending in Y for you. Like, it's true. What can it really we do is. Today? have gross things coming out of my mouth yeah teeth feathers (laughs) (laughs) or chocolate syrup it's all it's all fine it's all good (laughs) oh my gosh okay so that's the end of would you rather but now we need to move on and this is something that I thought of you know because we've read all of your books a million times and I thought it would be really interesting if we took one of your main characters and put it into someone else's book. So who are you going to put into who else's book and what's going to happen? I don't want Elmina in any of your creepy books, really, because I, I kind of want to protect her. <laughs> Can she be in somebody else? Does it have to be like one of these horrendously scary books? Oh, no, it has to be yeah. a horrendously scary book. Oh, it okay. has to be. I feel like Mina would fit in well in Cynthia's book. Like, I think she would have to join forces with Neve and they would kind of become really great friends, solve the mystery together and like no boy would come between them. And she would just tell Neve to just like, you know, creepy, handsome boys are just a recipe for disaster. Do not do it. So, yeah, I, th- I think that would be the choice. And it wouldn't be quite as devastating consequences, I, I feel, as in like one of Dawn or Cat's books. And I'm and I'm currently reading all these bodies at the minute, Kandara, so I don't dare put her in that one because I have no idea what's going to happen yet. So I feel I can't do that. I can't send her into the unknown like that. So I, I'm going to go with Cynthia's. I feel so because bad that, like, we can't, like, we haven't talked about all these bodies on the podcast yet. And I know that I don't care about spoilers, but I feel like that's cheating. 
So I'm like trying to keep mm-hmm. it all on the inside. It's Don't fine. tell me. Don't fine. ruin it, please. <laughs> Get out my lipstick that I got and put it on. Did you guys know that if you pre-ordered that book, you got a cool lipstick? Check it out. We're in the UK. Yeah. We yeah, know. No. We Oh, so I got a cool lipstick. <laughs> yes, and I got the book a month before you. That's true. You really did, and I don't know how that happened. And I'm jealous of it. But miracles! I got a present from Cat. Oh, oh, I got two. Nice. <laughs> I can't wait. It's my Halloween read. <laughs> Amy, I've got this image of Mina in Cynthia's book, but like she's shooting shit with Neve. Like you're getting drunk one night in the flat. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, but my boyfriend, he turned into a vampire. Yeah. <laughs> but my boyfriend, well, he turned into Springfield Jack and was a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mine tried to take revenge. Mine tried. <laughs> and they both just cry at the end. Yeah. They just come to blows over a pot noodle and then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then take pictures of each other while they're asleep. Yeah. <laughs> um, nice. I would take my main character, Tommy. Um, because he turns out to be the bad man, and I would put him into the creeper man. He got stuck in the in the loop. Ooh. He just got stuck there, and that would be like how he was defeated. Ooh. Interesting. See, but then it probably would have been very horrible to the girls. <laughs> I could hold it on, probably. <laughs> I, I, I'd probably take Caitlin from my first, the dead house, because she can only be awake at night. And I'd put her in to eat Mina and the undead because then she could hang out at night trying to yes. defeat the vampires, right? And I think she'd get on really well with Libby. They oh, she would. Snarky, like depressive, kind of pessimistic attitude. <laughs> <life. laughs> that is perfect. Yeah. I think I would take Lola from Burden Falls slash Wicked Little Deeds. And I think. Because, minor spoiler, she goes on a road trip at the end of the book to investigate urban legends. I think maybe if she was to go and investigate Anna dressed in blood, that would be a good stop for her, although it probably wouldn't end well. But she could also, you know, go overseas and be investigating Spring-Heeled Jack or time travelling to the 90s to investigate all the vampires in New Orleans. Yeah, I think she, she'd have plenty to work with in any of your books, really. <laughs> That's a whole series right there, Kate. You'd be oh, writing yeah. those stories forever. Yeah. Yes. Right, so when are the crossover novels coming? <laughs> are you guys going to get in touch and, like, start that? I need the anthology of this. <laughs> we do, yeah. we really do. Comic books. <laughs> yes, definitely. Nice. There's a lot. There's a lot of crossover potential here with all of these characters, I'm sensing. Um, I'm going to take a cue from Amy because I thought it was very sweet how protective uh, she is of Hermina. Um, So I will move the character that I feel is the most likely to survive in any given situation. And that's scheming Peter Renard from Three Dark Crown series. Um, I feel he would move into your books and align himself with the villains and in turn make things even more interesting for your heroes. That would be really, really great. I just want all of these things to happen. I don't even have an answer for this one. This is just for you guys. Claire, did you think of anything? Because I didn't. I I didn't want to. I kind of want to see how people fare against the villains. So, like, I want Mr. Jitters to have a holiday at New Orleans. 
Aww. you know and... how would you do that to my character's player why things happen not cool <laughs> Big Heel Jack was great to talk about because he's such a Victorian in British kind of like mythology so it was really interesting to talk to Amanda about that so you know let's take him over to America as well you know we've got this great British horror let's get him over the US and Mr Jitters is already there so he's just nipping down the road and see how you know how do you cope with Dead Eye Sadie you know <laughs> get She's the villains fun. involved <laughs> I don't want the heroes to suffer too much, but just a little bit. <laughs> we need the right. boogeyman to meet each other, like Mr. Jitters meet the creeper man meets everybody's boogeyman. Ooh. Well, I'll tell you right now, Mr. Jitters and Dead Eyed Sadie are having a party literally just over there. In my they house. definitely are. So... <laughs> okay. Okay. So I thought about, I thought about one. I thought about what I want to happen. And I think I'm going to take, I think I'm going to take Cora from Harrow Lake mm-hmm. and have her doing the interviews in all these bodies. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think she would get an interesting story. That's what I'm going to do. That's I what think I'm going to that do. Is her jam. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. And hopefully everyone will be alive at the end. It's hard to say. <laughs> People are just going to walk off into the background and nobody really knows what happened. We may or may not be digging up bodies at the end. It's really hard to say. I'm trying not to spoil what happens in the book. (laughs) It's okay. I'm just really confused now. I can't not. Okay, so it's fine. It's fine. (laughs) It's fine. It's fine. You may or may not have to burn someone's heart and eat it. You really... You really don't that's know. That's happened. You, that's, that, that has happened, I'm sure. I mean, to be fair, we're just going back to the cannibalism again, aren't we? We are. <laughs> we theme. are. It's fine. It's fine. Well, that's so nutritious. Like, that's a part of the body I wouldn't be too upset about. I can't stand, stand the smell. One of my grandparents used to microwave pig hearts oh. to feed the dog. And that is oh a smell that sticks with you for life. Wow. No. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember having to dissect a pig's lung in science, and I stuck my finger so far down of the little vein <laughs> holes that it got stuck. <laughs> we didn't oh. get to do dissection at school. I'm so upset. Somebody in my brother's year, there. three years above, sucked instead of blue, and the, the stopped the dissections after that. Oh, that sucks. I did a cow's eye. It was fascinating. It's really hard to cut an eye. Yeah. Did you put yes. a feather in there? Or you, yeah. you just pull it out? I should have. It was a missed fucking opportunity, though. It really was. Pissed off at myself. Lesson <laughs> at 11 year old dawn. Kale. If anybody's doing any dissections, uh, take a feather, see how it happens. Let us yeah. know. Let us know how it feels. We need to know it's for research. We we do. We're being very villainous here, which segue links to our next question. Are you surprised? Are you surprised? No, no, I'm quite happy. That any of us are villains? Mm. No. 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 
be fair, you know, we're not the ones who write all these horrible things happening to people. That's true. So That's true. We just enjoy reading them. <laughs> we just enjoy reading them. We do. We we enjoy thinking about it way too long and way too hard and way too much. <laughs> yeah, and probably taking a bit too far. Yes, and, too much and we'll making start it doing the way thing. worse than it actually is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, who is your favourite villain? Wow. I feel like Anytime. I need to reveal Any my earrings to those people who can see. So Ghostface yeah. is my favourite because mm. I love a slasher and I really like the fact that Ghostface just has infinite possibility for reinvention. It's the same mask and the same kind of scary premise, but I love the fact that the motivation and the characters are different every time and you spend that whole film unmasking them in your mind and trying to figure it out. So, yeah, I'm, I'm all for, like, as many screen movies as we can have. They're making a new one, aren't they? They yes. are. I can't yes. wait for the next yeah. one. What about yeah. the TV show that was on MTV? Yeah, I was all right I with that too. that too. Yeah, not as good as the films, I would say. Certainly not as good as the first film. Um, right. Yeah, still like perfectly watchable. Good yeah. stuff. It was much gorier, wasn't it? The TV show. There was a lot more blood and people having their head chopped off with farm equipment. And things. Yeah. Um, Favourite villain? I think mine's the same, but the original, the, the two guys, yeah, uh, Stu and Billy, and just because they're just a bit batshit, and, <laughs> and I really enjoy a bit of a batshit plot. <laughs> I love it when they say something, you go, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, for me, it's, it, it's Michael Myers for me, but only because it tickles me pink that the mask is a William Shatner mask. <laughs> so good. I just cannot stop seeing it now. So yeah, purely for that. That's all the dots for Michael Myers. Just love them. After everything. <laughs> Have you seen the new one, Dawn? Oh no, I haven't, not yet. I haven't either. I might watch it tonight. Very excited. I've seen it. It's, it's... I watched it too. I might it's save it for Halloween. Mm. yeah yeah i need to see that as well i think for me my favorite villain would have to be the babadook i, oh, I love really, the babadook. sorry really <laughs> love a creepy character who comes out of a storybook um yeah just oh, he, he you has so many him. you should have cosplayed him it was so good as the babadook should i have. know yeah i would totally be a good babadook <laughs> The Babadook was great, but oh my gosh, the kid in that movie, like I would have just thrown him out of the car. I can't. Constantly screaming, just no. I love that kid. I don't even want kids, but if I had a kid, I'd want it to be that kid. Like he's a weirdo. I love him. No. I don't want kids, especially not Babadook kids. I don't want that guy. Yikes. I want my kid to like build actual lethal weapons. <laughs> to protect me. You've got to set these house rules. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so my favorite villain is not in the same vein. Um, I don't know when I see the word villain. I went Cersei Lannister. <gasps> yeah, that's oh. It's just oh. the best. But it does fit into our incest theme. So I'm, you know, I'm it does. It's a good tie-in. <laughs> She's should have won everything. Team Cersei all the way. Yeah, she's fabulous. Yeah, she's pretty great. Wow, we are villainous. We really are. (laughs) That's fun. Everybody knows who my favorite 
horror villain is. I feel like I don't even have to say it and you could all shout it at me. Candyman, always, always and forever Candyman. Well, hold on, I'm just going to get a mirror to do that first. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but One, two. Yeah, ready? But did you But did you guys watch the new one? I haven't. Yeah, yeah. Is it good? Yet. Yeah, can't spoiler it because it, it, there's a, and I mean, I will guess a twist coming from a mile off, but it wasn't until a particular point near the end and I went, oh, my God, how, did, how did I miss what what the, what the thing is? Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, I can't wait. Good. I can't wait. Yeah. It was, how did everyone see it? Did you see it at the cinema? I didn't, get, I haven't seen it yet, Dawn. I didn't get a chance to go to the cinema. We should do, we should do a buddy watch. Mm. Definitely. The original's on Netflix, I think, at the moment yeah, in the UK. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Is it on American Netflix? That's soundtrack too. Oh, it's so good. Everything about it is good. Now I, I think it's, it's the ending. What's that? Sorry, Cynthia. The new one is so stylish. Oh, is it? Yeah. 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 It's just yeah. I remember watching the trailer and not realizing it was the Candyman movie until the very end. I was like, whoa. <gasps> Yeah. When the music comes, I'm like, what? I know that. (laughs) There's a fun game on TikTok where they just play the beginnings of horror theme songs and you have to guess what you think it is. It's so good. I feel like that wouldn't even be a competition. I feel like I could like I'd do that. How about you, Claire? We didn't hear yours. I'm going to go with probably one of the things that's like disquieted me when I was younger and it's Angelica Houston as the head witch in The Witches it's classic I watched it fairly recently and I say fairly recently it's in the last couple of years Mm -hmm. and it still stands up as absolute perfection plus it's Angelica Houston and she is flawless and it's just one of these ones that's just always I aspire to be her, but I need to run away from her in this movie. So <laughs> it's it's kind of always stuck with me from being a child. Like it, The Witches was the first book as a child. I read cover to cover by myself as well. So it's all it's got this like huge tie-in for me. But yeah, definitely Angelica Houston is the head witch from The Witches, because it's still creepy as, you know. Mm, yeah. Did I even tell you what I did? Um I read that to a class once and um, I made a little boy cry because I um, I just started rubbing my hair and like moving it around a little bit and like rubbing my foot when I was talking about the square toes and he burst into tears and I felt really That's bad amazing. but he was like the, the toughest, Four. meanest little kid and he just cried. <laughs> So, yeah, I feel like you've ever been a teacher bit. and not made somebody cry. I mean, I haven't been, I, 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 I have coached and taught and made people cry, not intentionally. No, I didn't mean to, but I have to say it gave me some slight degree of amusement. Yeah. <laughs> bravo, bravo. <laughs> I read Coraline to a group of fifth graders and on the last day dressed up as the other mother and they were like oh. <laughs> yes. it was it was really good i yeah, forgot how Caroline is so creepy like we recently discussed it on the podcast and i completely forgot how absolutely fucking creepy that book is yeah so good but it's neil gaiman he's genius yeah i agree yeah i feel like whitney sanders is a good one as well from her yes yeah 
give me a, a woman villain any day. Ooh, yeah. I also really like Rose the Hat from Dr. C. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the I cosplay her, right? Yes, because <laughs> I got obsessed. <laughs> and I will yeah. always wear a top hat if, if socially acceptable. You should. Who was the actress who played her? Because she was really Rebecca good. Ferguson. Rebecca Ferguson. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and it's so different from because um, you know when you IMDb thing, why do I recognize? Yeah. And it's like she's in the greatest Great show. Yeah. Slightly different. Yeah. Slightly she's different vibe. In June. She's in June as well. I saw that yesterday. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Everyone, that's what I kept saying. Like everyone is in this movie. Oh never can I spoil it? I mean, it's a book that's been out for ages. So like yeah. everybody, um, everyone knows June. Yeah. Everybody dies by like three people. And I'm like, really? <laughs> <laughs> been that long since I've seen Dune. I, we're talking about it, and I was like, the only things I can remember from the original Dune movie, because I, I haven't read the book yet, is Sting's cod piece, Sting. big, <laughs> fat, the, the big fat Baron, because that freaked the shit out of me, uh, and Patrick Stewart and his blue eyes. That's all I can remember from the original movie, and yeah, it pretty much sums it up, really. <laughs> I've never seen it, and really? all I know about it is giant sandworms. So you need yeah. to know. Okay. Um, Tremors, and giant it's, worms you saw it. it's like Tremors, but more yeah. sci-fi. Okay. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. The new one was fun. There's no, there's no sexy sting cod piece, but you know, it's fine. You don't need Here's it. Here's some more mix up for it. Yeah. Was that Sting thing, was that made before or after Labyrinth? Was he like in competition with David Bowie's I was just thinking about that. We need need to check release dates. They're just playing off each other. I'm on it. I'm on it. Let's let's crack on with more questions and I'm I'm working this out now. You're going to burst back in with codpiece answers codpiece info of course yes i feel like we need like screen comparisons as well just to be really thorough we should just bring it up who's whose job is better (laughs) which one which one do you choose always i don't want to look at sting's junk i don't need to see sting's junk you're already talking about it too much i'm pretty sure it has to happen sting's junk (laughs) <laughs> Stings. So Labyrinth was 1986. So that's fairly early. That's as old as me. June is 
Is it too oh. much cod piece talk? Are you a bit jealous? <laughs> it was. It was too much. there anymore. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. So, what's your favorite bad horror movie? See, I had to think about this quite a lot because I didn't know like what everyone else calls bad. Like, I might think it's fine quality horror. But in the end, I went for House of Wax, the remake, because I watched it so many times as a teenager. And I think mainly it was because of Jared Padalecki and Chad Michael Murray. That I was just kind of obsessed with both. But they're just, they're those characters that you shout at. Like Jared Padalecki's like, ooh, this room's creepy. Ooh, I wonder what's in this creepy jar. I'm just going to go in it on my, on my own. Everybody else go to the other room. I'll just be in here and get murdered. And it's just like that all the way through. It's ingenious. And I haven't watched it for a while, so I don't know whether it'll hold up to my memory of it, but I just feel like if you want some really kind of relaxing horror to watch and unwind to, it's a good one. Yeah, mine was Paris Hilton in. Yeah, Paris Hilton was in that. I had forgotten that, but yeah, that makes it even better, doesn't it? Watching Paris die in the first like couple of minutes. Yeah. (laughs) Mine is I Know What You Did Last Summer, which I know is a classic, but it's also completely like what that it's just hilarious and like and I think we've been discussing recently me and my husband is there going to be another scary movie now that we're getting a new scream and now that we're getting a new Candyman and a new Halloween there's got to be a new scary movie because that bit where she stands in the middle of the street and she's like what <laughs> Uh, what did she say? What are you waiting for, huh? What Isn't are you that... waiting for? And that bit in Scary Movie is just taken off so perfectly. Um, it's just, yeah. I mean, there's there's some really good bits in it. I love when Buffy is trying to run away from the killer and the mannequins in the shop, and that's brilliantly creepy. But, like, all the reasons behind why these things are happening and it just gets so muddled and, and everyone's just very young and gorgeous and very... That's, <laughs> That's like the whole point of the film. Um, so yeah, I think that's my my best bad one. And the TV second show, one's right? even worse, actually. <laughs> Have you seen the, the third one? I haven't I didn't seen know the, third. the third one. The third one was direct to video and it was terrible. Oh. <laughs> no. Terrible. Just you should watch it. Grumpy, like, you know, surviving the second one is just brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> The third one doesn't have anything to do with anyone else. And it's like set in a completely different place and it doesn't have anything to do with anything. But they somehow tied it in at the end. (laughs) (laughs) I will have to find it. Bad. Get ready. (laughs) I actually really struggled with this one and I, I whittled it down to three. I just couldn't choose one. The first one was Nightmare on Elm Street, The Dream Child the most ridiculous film ever. Second one was Scanners, where they're just like staring at each other and the heads explode all over the place. <laughs> and the third one was this really weird film called Idle Hands. I think oh, it's I love Idle Hands. Hands. Right? It's so good. <laughs> About the hand in yeah. possessed yeah. by the devil. So yeah. stupidly good. Yeah, those are my three. So I'm going to cut it off because, you know, yes. what else would you do? <laughs> oh, I need to watch that like, right now. <laughs> Yeah, I'm glad you reminded me of Idle Hands because I definitely need to give that one a rewatch. Yeah. I think, yeah, my my like secret film that I love but is like really objectionable on a lot of levels is a film called Cube. Oh, I, I love know. Cube! Yeah. 
Sorry. Yeah. It's badly acted, it's problematic in so many ways, but it was like a precursor to Saw in that it's like locked room where they force the characters to do really terrible things to one another in order to survive. And they have to solve puzzles and stuff like that. But yeah, absolutely loved that one because I do mm. like a sci-fi horror. Mm. It was like the original escape room horror, wasn't it? It was, yeah. yeah. They made a sequel. There's like Cube 2. And there's Cube Zero. Oh, is there? Ooh. I have a prequel. Is I mean, Cube they went hyper Cube Zero square. It's <laughs> full of flat earthers. <laughs> Great film. So good. I had a hard time with this one, too, because, you know, horror is so subjective. Mm-hmm. So what, you know, some, someone thinks is really scary, somebody else thinks is really stupid. Like, I know people who think Nightmare on Elm Street is a bad movie. <laughs> who are you? I know <laughs> people who think, like, you know, it's, so like, what is a bad, because with me, horror is either, I love it so much, I love most horror, so it's all good, or it's so bad that I don't even remember watching it. Like, it's so terrible. <laughs> but um, I, I'm going to say Tremors because yes. it's like a horror comedy and some people yeah. just don't really get that yeah. but I think that film is perfectly constructed like the character development is spot on the um I mean the cleverness of the plot how it all ties back to that original stampede gambit in the beginning I mean it was just screenwriting gold and Kevin Bacon yeah. and yeah. Kevin Bacon mm-hmm. who hasn't wanted a pool vault between rocks <laughs> <laughs> Please, will you make a list of all these films? Because I haven't watched half of them. I've never heard oh. of Q yeah, or Idle do. Hands. Oh, so You'd love Idle Hands, oh. Cynthia. I'll start with that. It's so you good. wouldn't, especially it since you like, I know what you did last summer. You like the 90s it's horror. The, it's the You'll 90s. love it. It's the mm-hmm. 90s one, right? Yeah. 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 Devin Sawa is in it. Very young. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 90s horror, I feel like, sold us short. It, it, it made us think that like, if you grew watching 90s horror, everybody's going to be attractive. Everybody's <laughs> going to have these wonderful adventures and not necessarily survive, but it's going to be an interesting trip. So I really feel missold by 90s horror. Yeah. As wonderful as it is, as much as I love it. Yeah. What is yours then, Amanda? I've got, I've got one ultimate favourite terrible terrible horror movie and it's uh jack frost the mutant the revenge of the mutant killer snowman that sounds fun it's really (laughs) it's really bad he's a snowman and there's like a it starts out with gosh it's been so long since i've seen it but i just i loved it so much like a serial killers being transported and the car crashes and then he dies in the snow and then the snow is you know cursed and so then he's an evil snowman and he's murdering people with his carrot nose and like sexually in shower <laughs> scenes as a snowman um, not to be confused with michael keaton movie. not oh, that's, why, that's why i thought you were going with that and i was like, no, 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 no it's not did i miss the end of the film it's not the michael keaton <laughs> Twist. One. It not wholesome there's there's murders there's carrot murders um but I also we recently watched Ghoulies and -hmm. it was really bad but we watched all four of the Ghoulies movies and they were 
really, really terrible, especially the one where they go to college. <laughs> or the, the last one when they're when the ghoulies are people and and it's terrible. But <laughs> ghoulies, ghoulies was enjoyable in a very bad way. Ghoulies is great to say. Ghoulies is a good word to say. Yeah. I also really like um oh gosh. I can't remember if it's if it's tick or ticks. But it's um it's like arachnophobia yeah. it's like arachnophobia but with ticks instead Ooh. and with um with Carlton yes reference. yes yeah and um and Seth Green oh. is in it too yeah is it's he? a good time mm -hmm. so, yeah I did realize Carlton did it, did it bigger than Fresh Prince yeah he um he also <laughs> used to be a backup dancer for Michael Jackson <laughs> he was just in um the Muppet one, Muppet's Haunted Mansion. Carlton has a cameo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I haven't watched, watched it yet. Oh. <laughs> Claire, I'm really surprised that we haven't watched that one yet, like together somehow. We'll have to get that done. We will. We will. We'll have to have another night, a movie night. I have an urge for some popcorn. Yeah. Oh. Ooh, that's a good segue. Popcorn. Ooh. But not really because it's Halloween candy. I was going to ask what everyone's favorite Halloween candy is, but you know, snacks, it goes, it goes along. I don't think in the UK we have the biggest tradition of Halloween candy as the UK, as the US. You guys don't it's eat like, candy? I've got bonfire we do. coffee and yeah. coffee apple. Like Tesco releases the, the Halloween packs, yeah. packs and stuff where you get like juicy brains and like. I have a box of fiendish fancies in the in the kitchen. Oh yum! Yeah, got the last one of those I off the supermarket shelves. Some scary story. <laughs> <laughs> the jaffa cakes turned green instead of yeah. jaffa cake. <laughs> it's a I very American tradition. Yeah, I've been in the US for uh, Halloween and I had candy corn. I really want to try it. What's it like? Sugar. Do you guys Sugar. have not had candy corn? We no. don't have it don't. over here. We have uh, to get imported. You guys send I have us had all individually some candy corn. Yep. <laughs> I just learned that uh, the same stuff they used to make candy corn, they used to make the inside of a Butterfinger. So candy corn is extremely sweet, but also slightly buttery. Oh, weird. I can't picture that. Yeah, it's... it's I've had a texture mostly that kills it. It's just got terrible texture. Oh. It's like if you poke that soft tooth, Don. So oh, you're chewing it oh. instead of oh oh that changes things it's yeah. so funny though because candy corn is so iconic in like halloween movies so as a kid i just idolized candy corn because it was just like this american thing that was so halloween festive i genuinely now, thought it was corn made candied like candy apples i yes. thought it was corn that had been candied when i was little <laughs> oh. Oh. We, we don't have it over here. We have to get it in. I have had it when I've been in America for Halloween periods before. Um, but we yeah. have all kinds of rules about what kind of artificial, you know, we can't have artificial flavors and blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, it's a lot stricter. So we get like Haribo and it's just like trick or treat Haribo. So, you know. <laughs> it's yeah. just like the same sweets, but in shapes. Oh, okay. Well, we do, we do have a tradition at Halloween. That we have Mexican food. 
So oh. that's it. We it's not necessarily sweets per se. We do have like we'll dip it the Harry Bowl and stuff. But our tradition is on Halloween to sit and watch scary movies and eat uh, Mexican food. I love that. We have Chinese usually. Hmm. Are there any other Halloween dinner traditions? <laughs> See, I like to drink to- on Halloween. What's that? <laughs> I like to drink on Halloween. Oh. Oh, I <laughs> yeah. yeah. See, I feel like Nathan is just starting to understand Halloween and he's learned the word pumpkin, which is really cute because every time he sees one, he shouts pumpkin about five times. So oh. you can imagine when I took him to the pumpkin field, it was just pumpkin, pumpkin, pumpkin in like a variation of excited voices. So I might try taking trick or treating, which would be like our maiden voyage as a group. Oh. But he, Dress him up. Well, have you ever heard family of family dress up? If you well, do family dress up, you'll get candy for everybody because that's what I do. If we get yeah. trick or treaters, if the parents dress up, they get extra candy. We'd be a real mismatch though because this is my only current costume, so I'd be a vampire. Kev has a sloth costume from the Goonies, so he would be wearing the sloth mask, the braces, and Nathan <laughs> has a variety of like little cute things that he will not wear. So he would just be stripping as he's at the door, like <laughs> hats coming off, masks coming off. So yeah, I, I don't know that it would work. We need some creepy costume. What's well, like creep like Adam's family? Maybe we need to do that. Like <gasps> that's yeah. cute. Is there an Adam's family baby? Like, could is it possible? Yeah, yeah, it? it? yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, we could just draw him a really yeah. inappropriate mustache. That's a good idea. It's <laughs> a party, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, we he has lots of hair. That'd work. Yeah. We did have a family once where she, the the mum was Cruella, the, the dad was just like the random um person in the back, like the 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 heavy the the um muscle Cruella's muscle, yeah. yeah. Uh, and the baby was a dog. Oh, Dalmatian. <laughs> they all got extra candy that year. Yeah, you're perfect. Oh. Don't change. <laughs> I used to be allergic to fruit, so I could never have candy apples. And that's one thing in South Africa they always had. And I was never allowed. So now whenever there's candy apples in like Tesco or whatever, I'm like, I'm getting one. Even though they're hard to eat, they hurt my teeth. I'm too old for them. I still get them. (laughs) Never too old for candy apples. But I have to slice mine into pieces. I can't bite it. (laughs) It's some old lady teeth. Yeah, Yeah, our teeth are too soft for candy apples. (laughs) And now I'm afraid they're going to pop. Yeah, and we need to oh. pour other people's teeth in our mouth to eat the candy apple. <laughs> <laughs> uh, imagine sharing a candy apple and your teeth just fall oh. out. And just keep oh, oh, What's about cinder toffee? What? Cinder toffee is probably a little bit more bonfire night. Yeah. But I do like cinder toffee. Um, yeah. How do you describe cinder? You don't have crunchies. Um, how you, you don't have crunchies. Oh, that's so sad. It's honeycomb. US... Yeah, it's honeycomb. Essentially, it's just honeycomb. Treacly. Yeah. Yeah. This is the exceptionally British it. portion of the <laughs> video. I warned you. I warned you. You've got five Brits on here. It's going to get British. <laughs> so we need to send crunchies to Kendara and Amanda, and you need to send us candy corn, and we can mm-hmm. all report back. Yeah. I feel like you're getting the better end of the deal. Yeah, that is crunchies. not a fair trade. <laughs> Yeah. No. I love crunchies. Yeah. But I mean, even on a Friday. Friday. Yeah. <laughs> They're not particularly festive, though. No. no. I need to send you some the Bassett's licorice all sorts. I need to send over for some random reason. I love licorice all sorts. <gasps> yeah, oh, I think so. Did you have Did you have the squashies? I did. Oh, I did. Yeah. They were really great. 
I they really enjoyed good. them. Very yummy. Yeah. So, so thanks. Some squashy soap the other week. I, I told you, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, I've got squashy's dry shampoo. <laughs> it was it was Look, the only the one shampoo. in the shop. It That's doesn't amazing. even smell like it. Yeah, but you you oh, called right. it drumstick the last time, and so I was really confused. Like your dry shampoo smells like a like a, a drumstick, yeah. like. <laughs> and then drumstick waiting for me after this. Yeah, but then I was then I was uh, sacrificed for the zombie horde after that, thinking that I smelled <laughs> like chicken, and it was fine. Yeah, fine. Just sugary goodness. So, what American brethren? What is your candy for Halloween then? For me, it was always about the quantity, you know, like the goal when you're trick-or-treating in America <laughs> is to amass enough candy that will last you to Easter. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, I remember just like, like plotting your neighborhood and just roving around <laughs> a band of feral children with like a pillowcase full of candy. And then after about two hours, they'd be like, okay, candy drop at the house we dump our bags we go back out and you know then you just go until people just stopped answering the door mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah we need better it. halloween in the uk what about you amanda well when i was a kid i lived far away from everyone so we didn't really have trick-or-treaters or we didn't really go out trick-or-treating because i didn't live in a neighborhood so when I was that small, we would, or that young, we would do like Halloween parties. And so a lot of people would come over to the house and and we would just eat a bunch of food and like go on hay rides because we had a lot of, you know, a lot of land on our property. So we would go on spooky hay rides. That was really fun. But um, once, once I got to like middle school and I had friends who lived from up, like in other neighborhoods, we would go to all the rich kids' neighborhoods and and trick-or-treat there so yeah you know those were the ones where you would get the full-size candy bars oh yeah so those are really good but then they're not halloween themed they're just they're just full-size candy bars i've never been trick-or-treating neither have i i did once (laughs) in south africa i feel like we should all go trick-or-treating now yeah, I think it's, it's uh, t- again. I think it's a very Americanized thing to go trick or treating. Um, we used to. I don't know what everybody else's Halloween traditions when we were little. We didn't have pumpkins. We had turnips or swedes. And my <laughs> poor mother would spend about six years hollowing that mother out, and then <laughs> the bin bag witch. Every year, I was a yeah. black bin bag witch with my 50 pence cardboard witch hat and we'd take the pumpkin the, the turnip sorry and we'd walk there's like it was a green belt and um, that was that ran pretty much parallel to my old school and it took you to the, the big park in the city and everybody would go out and walk back and forth with the lanterns scaring away the goblins and the ghoulies oh. and that was our that was our halloween tradition and then you'd go back home close all the curtains and we'd have a carpet picnic and watch for my age, spooky movies. So it's just like, you know, goofy cartoons and things like that on TV. Oh, that's, that's what we used to do. We didn't do, we didn't do trick-or-treating. So I've never officially been, I've been Walt Disney World trick-or-treating, but that doesn't really count because you same. are guaranteed the candy. They're trying to give me raisins one year. I was like, what the hell? No, I didn't <laughs> come here for health food. Go back at them. Mm. Really good. I say that next year... 
we all get together and we go trick-or-treating for Halloween. I think that would be a really great idea. Absolutely. Can we go trick-or-treating, get an absolute shitload of candy and then go ghost hunting? Like yes. smacked up on all this sugar. Yes. I think that <laughs> yeah. sounds like a really good plan. I'll bring the EVPs. Yeah. I think it's a really great plan. I think we need to do it. Um, so I feel like we should we should probably get to a wrapping up sort of place because we've kept you for a really long time. But I think that we should maybe ask you guys what's the scariest book you've ever read since we do talk a lot about books on the podcast. Okay. Kind of our thing. <laughs> yeah, just a bit. Um, I think this changes depending on the point of my life that I'm at. Um, like the first scary book I read was It, and that still frightens me. Like I'm still not a huge fan of clowns. Um, but recently, I think because I now have a little boy, Pet Cemetery is like the worst thing I could imagine. Like I'm not watching or reading that like ever again because the thought of the beginning of that film, the little boy going out onto the road is like oh. my worst nightmare. Yeah. So yeah, that. I think for me, horror that really gets to the root of what you're frightened of is just the worst thing. Sorry to bring the tone down. Somebody say something yeah. on the phone quickly. <laughs> no, mine is the same. Pet Cemetery or um, The Shining. Yeah. bit where they where he goes to the room and the old woman's in there with the shower curtain. In the book, it's just so much more drawn out and so tense and so scary. And I tend to remember bits because I can remember um, there was a book called The Three by Sarah Lotz, I think it was. And she did a sequel called Day Four. And it was people trapped on a cruise ship in one of the bathrooms. It was like haunted by somebody in the bath. And that was... That was quite scary because it was just mm. so unsettling and like there was no escape. And but that reminded me of The Shining. I feel like I'm on a perpetual journey to find the scariest book, and the only one that Same. hasn't really scared me so far, and it really was just a moment. And someone had warned me that this would happen during this book, uh, House of Leaves. It really just messed with my psychology, um, and I just I was just perceiving reality differently for a long time after I read that one. I'm just finally going to read that. I've never oh, read it before, so and I just stick picked with it, it up. Like, I mean, like it takes a while, but stick with it. It's by the end of it, you're just like, "What the fuck, dude? Like, what <laughs> is this?" Oh, it's like it infects your brain. Amazing. Yay! Yeah. That sounds good. Yeah. It's what got me interested in in the psychology of how a reader perceives the story. You know, based on how the words appear on the page. What's well, creepy? Yeah. <laughs> I don't tend to get that scared when I'm reading a book, but if I'm listening to an audiobook, I tend to get a bit more immersed in it. And I listened to the audiobook of uh, Joe Hill's Nosferatu, and that I thought was creepy as hell. So good. Captain Janeway reads it, and once you've heard so that weird. woman say, Car. Car. <laughs> oh, no. it was so It's weird. just wrong. Like hearing your yeah. mother say it or your grandmother say it. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, so that ruined my childhood but yeah love that book that story yeah. was so twisted and wrong but did yeah, you watch the did you watch the tv show no i don't have that it was did on it a different network to what we can get yeah i don't think it's, i don't think it's come over to the uk it was it was oh, yeah. uh not the same mm. hmm. not the same it was it was good but then they like made a second season oh. and that was uh, completely unnecessary. That would so. be hard to get right because it has such a particular atmosphere. Yeah. 
really well, but mm. yeah, it was they kind of messed with the mythology of Charlie Manx a little bit. They like, did. A lot of it was very faithful to the book, and and some of the changes I thought that they made worked very well. Um, I thought they cast Vic very well, um, but the they made just Charlie. Came oh no, she lost her horns. My horns came off. They made Charlie Manx like almost hot, which was odd mm. to me. I mean, I just I like that guy. I feel bad that I can't. I can't think of his name off the top of my head, but I really like that guy. And I was really hoping that- um, He's that new would... Spock, right? He was new yeah, Spock. Yeah, he was Spock. He was- um... Zachary oh, Quinto. Guy, he was yeah. in Heroes. Oh, yeah. Zachary Quinto. Zachary Quinto, yeah. Quinto, yeah. yeah. Oh, he is very attractive. Yeah, he was He was a that good was Charlie Manx. Weird. But it was, it was just weird to me that- I didn't see him as Charlie Manx. <sighs> it was just weird because like, because she was older at the beginning and then and then like in the second season she came back and she had a kid and you're like okay well now now the actual story's gonna start but then it was just weird it was upsetting stick um, with Janeway then stick with Janeway. yeah the book was if it ever jumps the pond like it's still it's yeah still worth yeah watching. it's still really good um I'm like Kat I don't really get scared when I'm reading something or even when I'm watching something. So how I judge if something scares me is if I think about it afterwards and mm. get creeped out. Like the whole time I was watching It Follows. Have you guys seen It Follows? Yes. I'm not scared at all. In fact, I was like, oh my God, this is so dumb. And then for days afterwards, I would find myself scouting every room I went into for a second exit. I'm like, how am I going to get out of here if that thing pops in here coming in one direction? I got to go. So, you know, that's... Um, Fascinating how they make something so slow. So, right. But so incessant, like you're not ditching it. It's just going to come for you. Uh, Alarming. I read The Last Days of Jack Sparks, and I don't remember who it's by, but it's kind of this weird mashup. But there was an exorcism element to the start of the book that I thought was really well done because normally exorcisms don't frighten me at all. I'm like, ooh, demon, such a tough guy inhabiting this tiny girl. Like, ooh, so scary. Um, but it actually made me like freaked out. Maybe it's because I was reading it when I was on the road and I was like alone in a hotel room. And ooh. so is the character in the book. And like uh, yeah. outside his hotel room door, you know, you can just see the little feet underneath your hotel room <laughs> door sometimes. You're like, oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. But that one was good. It was all right. Claire, what's yours? I'm trying to think. It's the same. I don't find them scary. I find them creepy. Like, like the dead house. I remember after we were listening to that one, and I said it was itching. It felt like it was itching in my brain, and it just kind of stayed there. But I wasn't creep like scared of it. But it just it stayed. Yeah. I think probably the most disquieting I've been like was probably the first true horror I ever read which was The Exorcist when I was 16 the movie came back out at the cinema and there was this all this big hoo-ha and I knew I was not going to be allowed to go and see it um so I read the book instead and the book is just so different to the movie and far superior to the movie in my opinion and that's like I felt really adult for reading The Exorcist. Like, no, no, I have read the book, not seen the movie. Excuse <laughs> me. Total hipster at 16. Um, 
so probably that but not not necessarily scary either more disquieted i don't think i've ever read anything that or listen to anything and big shout out to Elise Green for her magnificent job on all of Dawn's books and she should do every every scary oh, book ever ever created yeah. because phenomenal and um, but two o'clock in the morning when you're listening to those type of books as well like yeah that, thanks Mr Jitters you know I, <laughs> I don't need that at 2am so it's probably oh. the scariest one thinking my hand's just like hanging out of the bed no let's move it back to the safety <laughs> you know my foot sticking out no did i say these outside the window now <laughs> look something coming out dead eyed sadie is the hero okay she oh, is. Is the hero. i want to be bfs with dead eyed sadie she is the hero of that story i hands down but yeah not so more disquieted than scary <laughs> yeah i feel like i feel like i'm pretty sure you just stole my answer for uh, you know, dragging Elise Green into it for all okay. of Dawn's books because that's literally the the only time I've ever been scared of a book is just listening to the Dead House. She makes me look good. <laughs> it was so great. I mean, it was all there, scribbled upon scribbles upon scribbles in that book, and and then it was just overlaid on top of itself in the creepiest manner possible. It's so, so funny, every time right. I send her a manuscript, she's like, oh God, what am I going to have to solve now? What, what stupid format thing am I going to have to translate <laughs> into audio? She's like, oh God damn it. <laughs> but then like with, with Teeth in the Mist, you know, when things take a turn down in the water wheel, that, <laughs> that section was also so creepy beyond all reason and then the audio was just fantastic on top of it so did she tell you some of the things that she got um the the narrator marisa to do for the audiobook mm. like they had they brought her food they brought her alcohol they had her scream before she recorded it um like she lost her voice they made her do all this crazy stuff to get the emotion across and this yeah. is all Elise. she's so cool yeah and, and michelle as well her the audio um engineer as well she also told us that she was uh the candle flame yes she's a candle blower. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah so so good but all of your books are so good and we love all of them and we love all of you forever and for always and we appreciate you joining us on our very first fictional hangover halloween special <laughs> I think it was very successful and next time we have to go trick-or-treating so yes for sure. and a haunted house or something yeah and then and then you know go ghost hunting yeah and then Mexican food with a film and then Mexican yes. food and followed by Chinese food yeah and we have to oh, have and drinking and drinking and I'm drinking of course drinking I think the drinking may be a constant throughout the time <laughs> yeah it'll be so much fun but thank you guys thank you so much thank you. um let's go around the room and everyone tell everyone else where they can find you oh you can find me on social media at YA under my skin which was my blogger handle that i've still kept and um, i'm on youtube at amy mccall as well you can find me on most social media and i'm cynthia murphy ya on all of them um, I'm probably easiest to find on Instagram, but again, all socials at Dawn Kurtikich. 
Uh, you can find me at catellisrights.com, which has links to all my socials and most places I am catellisrights. And I am at kendarablake.com and on the socials I am at kendarablake. Thank you. Thank you guys yes, so everyone. much for joining us. And check out everybody's books, and yes. there are new ones coming yes. out soon. Yes. We have the second Mina and the Undead coming September Yay. 2022. We have oh, Cynthia Murphy's sequel, which I forget the full title because I'm a terrible person. Win, lose, Win, kill, die. Lose, kill, die. kill, die. I do have my pre order. Does yeah. that vindicate me? January. Um, uh, no, so pre order campaign is coming Halloween. So, Ooh. um, if you have pre-ordered it, you get a little sneaky short story from me, which is Tony's uh, villain origin story. Ooh, that's fun. Love that. There um, is teeth in the mist too. Teeth too. Yes, teeth. More teeth in your mouth, possibly. Under your skin. Could be. Wicked Little Deeds slash Burnfalls has recently come out in the last couple of months, so check that out. Yes. And All These Bodies was September, but you have a <laughs> Buffy the Vampire Slayer book coming out next year, Kandara, and that is Buffy's niece. Niece. So it's Willow's niece. daughter. Yeah. Oh, so exciting. Oh, so cool. <laughs> yeah. So that's in every generation. comes out January 4th. Yes. Oh, that's amazing. I can't wait. Very excited. So get your pre-orders in, people. Support your authors. Yes. Indeed. And have a wonderful Halloween. Ooh. Don't forget your M's for me. <laughs> <laughs>